0: Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 121. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And this is our... We're back in the studio! Woohoo! Yeah, I have to add some... uh... Oh wait, I have my thing back. So... Have to do the applause. Yeah.
1: Now, did you change it around in here? It looks a little different. Uh, it is. Uh,
0: since you. When were you here last? Like March? It was sometime in March. So
2: this is. Shortly after spring break, I want to say. June,
0: which is big. We're going to get into June uh, weather-wise here in a bit. Yes, I've got it. The, the This is the first time. You know, we've been talking our uh, podcast listeners that I have a big green wall This is the first time they're they're seeing it, and uh, (laughs) the podcast table is here. And I still got a couple more things uh, to do. That Corey
2: and I are used to podcasting from a closet. From a closet, I know this is so much nicer.
0: Well, thank you. As much
2: as I love my husband, I do not want to sit on his lap anymore.
0: <laughs> well,
1: I didn't mind it. It just sometimes my legs would fall asleep in that position.
2: Yeah, we're That's getting too a old to part. sit in the closet. For too well,
0: long. yeah, and probably you had your you know five thousand pairs of shoes in the closet too. Yeah, so. yeah.
2: they were nice to look at.
0: <laughs> well, we've been advertising uh, the the big reveal and the big podcast uh, for everybody that we're back together, and we have a couple of special guests with us. We have a returning guest. Corey and Cher's son, Grayson. Welcome. What's up? And we've got Grayson's girlfriend, Aria. Welcome to the podcast.
2: Hi there.
1: I thought this could be our salute to the senior class of 2020 episode.
3: I love that. The
2: The class that got gypped.
0: I love it.
3: I feel fine about it. I didn't have to go to school for a month. Longer than that. But you still graduated, right? I think as
2: a mom, I was having a harder time with him, (laughs) you know, not having prom and, and all those you know.
3: I got to do the last part of school without actually having to do anything.
2: Like, But he pra- oh, you true. practiced the solo for the band <laughs> concert for months, and then he didn't even get to do it. I,
3: I killed it, that solo. I was so good at it, but I don't feel that bad about not having to perform it. Really? I it. Well, now you were drum major, right, for a while?
2: For you, marching yeah, season. Yeah, for
3: marching season, but in concert season, I was going to perform on the marimba. Uh, all
2: the seniors do a really? solo.
3: Wow. For the
2: final concert of the year.
3: Nice.
2: Not of the year of their life. Well, of their yeah.
0: Well, their 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 high school career. High school yeah. career. Yes. Now, do you go to high school here too,
2: Aria? Yes, I do.
0: Dan, did you graduate or did you get gifted on graduation? Yeah, also
2: a senior. Oh
0: she man. She's also in the band. Yeah, so, but 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 tell our listeners. I mean, they did something, right? I mean, you got to kind of celebrate. Well, they are Mar- having right.
2: graduation in August.
0: They're okay, so they're you're actually going prom, to have it in August. then.
2: they're having prom the last weekend of July, and then graduation that later. same weekend yeah so they are branson did a good job they did reschedule everything because a lot of places just flat out canceled it
0: No, i said no, didn't they have that one place you're we were talking about with the with the drive through oh, several
2: did that several did a you just drive through and
0: then you go get your diploma and you drive on, on. stage like, get
2: what? your diploma and get back in your car and leave <laughs> that's crazy i'm so glad that branson you know i'd rather postpone it two months than to do a drive through graduation
0: well and, and i bet you guys are excited too i mean they don't care and well, you want to graduate. You I mean, you get your graduation accolades. I have to and wear stuff.
3: this weird-looking gown. I look like a. It's called a graduation gown. I look
0: like gown. a Supreme the Court rest justice. world in it. Right. That's the whole well, idea. Well, Branson's
2: are black, so oh, oh, so you actually do, literally literally like, a, do a look a look like a judge.
1: <laughs> 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 and they get to graduate, and two weeks later, they start their first day of college. <laughs> you know, and two
0: weeks later,
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs>
0: really, pretty much. Oh,
2: Welcome gosh. to the real world.
0: Well, I know, and and Branson is. Uh, I mean, it, can we say Branson is fully opened back up yet? Mm, no, no,
3: no,
2: no. The, most of the shows aren't still. I mean, there's Silver so Dollar a, City's not open.
3: Grand Country's not open. Dixie
2: Stampede's not open. Okay, any
3: restaurants know. are actually letting people go inside yet? There's several that still really? are doing drive-through. Well, now the track stuff, Grayson. You, you were the saying- track is open, but we have a lot of like. Precautions in place that we have to follow now, like cleaning a lot and like wearing and masks. Only run
2: like half the carts at a time, while half of them are sitting being cleaned. The other half are oh running. oh Gosh!
3: Wow!
2: So the lines are probably a little. It bit takes late.
3: forever to get through a big line.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, I bet. I mean, they're they're trying to take every precaution they can. And they all I mean, have to do, wear masks. Do you
2: work in Branson? And... I mean,
4: yeah, I work at the Caring Community Thrift Store.
0: Okay, what precautions do you guys take? In uh,
4: I have to sanitize the carts every hour, sanitize the counters every hour, um, and wear a mask. That's about it.
3: And you have to wear masks too, Grayson. Yeah, it's part of our uniform now. We have actual track branded they masks track with the logo oh, really? on it, and they match our khakis. Oh, cool. We messed up. We could have made we could have some. We should have made Stormdar masks. Crap. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where's
0: Where's my boo? I think I have a boo somewhere there. Okay, there. <laughs> we should we have made. We Just
2: thought of that. Going to Walmart the other day, we were wearing our masks, and oh. I'm like, Why did we not make Stormdar masks?
0: Well, I guess we're behind the times. We just don't yeah. know.
2: We messed up. We <laughs> lost out.
0: Well, I mean I I'm gonna I I'm doing my new uh system here and I'm hoping everything's going to work. Um uh after we do this podcast i mean we're going to see uh we are totally rearranged this whole podcast table and sherry you you've taken pictures i mean we're going to take pictures i did one right?
2: selfie but i'll take some more
0: did one yeah so when Corey and i get to go well actually i'm going to get Corey going here on the on the tropics and uh, the the dam and all the water and stuff here soon but uh, yeah we need some good pictures posted for the new podcast and the table and guests and good everything
2: to Be out in a while
0: it is well, guess what tomorrow is? Any guess?
1: My grandparents' anniversary. June 1st.
2: Like 65, 60s. 60, how many? 70? They've got to be close to 70.
1: 51. So this will wow. be 69 for them. Almost
2: 70 wow. years. Holy cow.
1: Nice. That's crazy. So,
2: so nine years ago, they took the whole family on a cruise to celebrate their 60th anniversary. Doesn't yeah. seem like that long ago. It was not that long ago. 24 huh. of us went wow. on a cruise to celebrate. How old were you, Grayson?
3: I was nine. and they're
1: both still avid Stormdar weather followers. Really, that's awesome.
0: Absolutely, that's awesome. Oh, and speaking of Stormdar weather followers, last night we, you know, the Hughes brothers is back open again. But we had Randy and Tina, Tina Bagby. Uh, You had you went to lunch lunch with 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 dinner with them, and they came to the show. So Jason recognized them, and so awesome. I wondered
1: about that. I kind of I kind of warned her that. I told the Hughes brothers how to pronounce the name Tina.
2: Did they do it correctly? No. <laughs> no, they no. still screwed it up.
0: No, well, but you know, that's okay. It's spelled T I N A, so and, it's and just pronounced you hear, different, you know. Well, yeah, but if you
2: hear Tina talk,
1: yeah. It's a southern. Then you can't Well, she's say, from Texas. Yeah, I would say there. I guess Texas. T- Texas is in the south, but, you know, when I think of the south, Very I think south. of Georgia and Alabama. And, uh, Texas you know. is. Yeah, but bottom she, of the she would United fit States. in right in with all the, the Tinas of the. South, are they? Well,
2: if I spend too much time with them, by the end of dinner, I, my Oklahoma accent has come back, and I have the drawl to me. And,
0: yeah, oh, that's they're, true. they're that's worse. True. If
2: I get around those people too long, mine comes back.
0: See, that would be fun. So we need to get her her drawl back, and we'll do a storm dry weather like commercial. You can do that, Oklahoma no, drawl. No, I
2: can do. I can do it well, <laughs> and I, I can't do it on my own. Like I cannot. <laughs> like, do it on purpose. It's if I'm around that accent, it just kicks in and it comes well, I, well, back. Well, I know what you
0: mean, because I've had friends that go to, like, New York, or they go to England, and they're there for, like, two weeks, and they come back, and they're talking like this, yep. you know? It's like, no, you're back in America now.
2: But Tina is, yes, when she says it, it's, I can't even say it like her. She's Tina.
0: Oh. It's Tina. Yeah, it, after you told me that how to pronounce that, I thought, okay, well, that's a Southern thing. I mean, uh-huh. I get that, because I watch Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> you know blanche devereux she does that tiny thing well okay so we got your your grandparents anniversary um uh, tomorrow is well it's, it's several things it's very
1: yeah it's a lot of things
2: i think he's he's going for one answer here
1: yeah well, one at I, a time it's two things
0: for us it's yes meteorological summer
2: ding 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 ding
0: do you do you? I'm, people can't see. I'm pointing to Grayson and Ariana. We're pointing at the seniors. Yeah, it, it, yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. Don't, they don't teach this in school. I don't. Think. No, the GIP the GIPD the seniors. The seniors. So, <laughs> <laughs> meteorological summer.
3: Do you know what that is? I only learned about like solstices in sixth grade science. Okay, well, okay,
0: that's so you know not that meteorological. That's astronomical.
3: Yeah, I didn't learn anything about that happens meteorological. like the 21st ish. I know that. Area. Right. Do you have any clue?
0: No. Okay. Well, that's also our weather school. So we're going to – we'll just give you a little heads up on that. Meteorological seasons start on the first day of the month of the actual astronomical season. So if summer uh, – you may have to look this up. Is it 21st?
2: Oh. Winter is the 21st, um, usually. Not always. Like December, 21st. Yeah, yeah it's around. around they've been, 20
0: they've and 21st. been weird this year. Yeah, but the summer. I
1: looked up this summer now.
0: Yeah, yeah. The summer solstice is in June. So uh, for record keeping and other other reasons, we'll, we'll get to in the weather score. Yeah, you. Yeah, he's checking out. Summer but,
2: begins June 20th. And then September 21st
0: Yeah June 20th so but for record-keeping they start on the first day of the month so June 1st is technically meteorological or climatological summer and that they can keep a record June, July and August for a, a 30day thing so that's that's how they do it uh, so so it, it ends September 20th what do they say 20th 21st
2: June 20th? To, to September, to uh, September 21st. okay.
0: So, so meteorological fall would be September first. So it's the first day of the month.
2: So there, a
0: little miniature weather school. Before we get that, um, let's talk about the, 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 the water, the water that's going on. Uh, we got a lot of water. We month. we
1: got some water. Well, we've been getting some, water for a while. Well, the all areas all month, and we got a little bit last month too.
0: Yeah, but
1: yeah,
2: they some were. Some places got too much water.
0: Well, I think our weather station, I mean, we haven't gotten any water. Didn't we get like over 13 inches in May? Yeah, somewhere around there. I mean, Springfield, I I think Springfield was the fifth wettest May on record. And last year was the... Uh, third wettest May. Uh, so this is Springfield. We don't have our records yet. Oh, that's right. i got to make the storm better weather Clima, climate report yeah. tomorrow. Uh, so in 2019, Springfield recorded 13.16 inches, and uh, in 2020, this year, Springfield recorded 10.82. So they are in the fifth place for the wettest May on record. Now,
1: it is very, very rare to have a, a wet month Back to back, what years? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like 2019 to 2020, we're both in the top five. That's very rare. I mean, oh gosh, because yeah. the rest are 4390 and 1896. So it's somewhat rare to have two two years back to back in the top five.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you did. I got to I got to Got it. Like like pump you up here. You did a fantastic thing the other day. Actually, the past few days because the Army Corps of Engineers the little rock office has been uh broadcasting live streaming the uh letting out of the water uh, for what, what was open. first yeah was it beaver first or no it was uh, they Stolls switched
1: first. them they kept switching them me. they kept scheduling and rescheduling oh, so uh I do believe they started with uh Bull Shoals was it? I, I think I think they so. opened uh, Bull Shoals and then they <laughs> opened Beaver about an hour about an hour later. Mm-hmm.
0: And we have tons of people asking us, "It's like, what about Table Rock? Yeah, they need to land out Table Rock." Blah blah, gonna... blah 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 blah. I mean, we heard all these comments, like we haven't heard anything about Table we Rock. We
2: hadn't reached flood stage. It was yet. It yeah. was, they, they official hey, flood stage. Yeah, it we was right, right on the
1: border. Yeah, you know, and 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 flood stage. You know, not nine thirty one. It's still just minor flooding, but they gotta you know get some of that water. Out from downstream. So I have to
2: say, Mm -hmm. I mean, we've lived here 14 years, 15. I lost count. Anyway, I've and we've seen the gates open many times. We've seen you know huge floods where they've opened all 10 gates. Awesome to see if you've never seen it. But the opening of the gates being there live—that is the coolest thing. Yeah, I have never seen that
1: anywhere before. I never. Been like, there for it. And,
2: I mean, the the crowd, the, you know, everybody's there anticipating the gates opening. Yeah. And so, yeah, they sound the siren just a couple minutes before. Which was really cool to hear. So oh, cool to I be bet. standing there and the sirens going off. And, like, the anticipation, I mean, the crowd was just, it was fun. And
1: then everybody, everybody was. Like, everybody, like, clapped. No. You know. What happened was really? everybody was loud. Everybody was talking, enjoying themselves. It was a beautiful day. Uh-huh. There was hundreds of people there on our side. We we went up on the cliff ne- right next to the dam. We didn't go where uh, most Down of the people the park, would, would be, uh, where the Corps of Engineers was set up for their live. because uh, I wanted to be right there next to the dam. Yeah, yeah. You were much well, closer. Like, so there was hundreds up by us, but like kinda even more. It's kind of
2: quiet, too. Like The water is still, and yeah. it's kind of quiet, and then suddenly. But there
1: was even more. I mean, there was hundreds and hundreds of people Together watching. Oh yeah! So everybody was having a good time. Maybe
0: I should have went out there. And I, then as soon as the, totally as, as it. soon
1: as the first gate opened, everybody, everybody just got silent. Got silent. Oh, just was enjoyed so cool. the, the view. It was oh, cool.
0: okay. I've got I've got to do that. One
2: thing we also hadn't noticed, like as we were standing there waiting for the gates to open, and we're way up on a cliff, we can see fish swimming literally right next to the dam. That is how clear, crystal clear that water is. Wow. We're
1: hundreds of. A couple – of uh, 150 feet off the
2: – Way up there. Off the water, way up on a cliff. trout swimming right there by – The water was clear. <sighs>
1: the water was very clear until they opened that dam. And then and it then got – muddy. It got a little muddy.
0: Well, you're coming out of the bottom uh, of the – I mean, where the generators are, the bottom yeah. of the dam. And that, that's going to be – and that's why Taney Como is so cold because – you know, the water gets colder at the bottom, and then Correct. they're letting the bottom out. Have you guys ever seen... I'm pointing to Grayson and, and Ari again. <laughs> have nah, you guys seen the gates
4: open? No, I haven't. Uh,
3: have you? I've only just seen it flowing after it's opened already. After it's open. I hear it's really, really cool.
2: We've never really paid attention to when they're going to open them. You know, like, no. it's just not something you've ever paid attention to. You go look at them once they, you hear they're open. You know, you go down there and take pictures, and but... That's cool. For well, me, and, from now and, on, I definitely want to.
0: Well, and everybody was freaking out, too, because downtown E. Coma, they're like, oh, my, well, my gosh, the past, they're going to open up the thing. They're going to flood. Well, In no, the
2: past, it has. It, it floods right. the landing. It floods all those houses. This was not the same thing.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I think it's really smart. I mean, because I was out playing disc golf today in at uh, Powersite, at the power site Spillway down at Empire Park. Yes. It was really spooky. To They have a hole number 15 where you walk up the T-box the, the is right in the top of the dam, uh, the spillway. You cool. walk up. And it, cool. Oh, it's really cool. And if you look on the spillway, the water was falling maybe five feet yeah. into. Right. And that's.
2: That's the one you can see like boats and stuff falling over it when it's really yeah. bad.
0: Because normally, Bull Shoals uh, power, uh, it's like 660 is normal. Mm-hmm. And. Taini Como is 700. So there's like 40 feet difference. There's four stories difference. Right now, it's
1: literally just it's a little. about
0: five feet. It's like half of a story. Now, it's crazy. Putting it in
1: perspective.
0: Yes. I'm not talking in my mind. You know, okay. we've
1: had some historic floods in the past 10 to 15 years. Oh, just gosh. Since yes. We've lived here. Yeah. Starting oh, in yeah. 2008, 2011, and 2015. I think those are the years. Mm hmm. And uh, the landing flooded each time, and every, each time that happened, some of the restaurants had to close because their propane tanks went underwater, so they couldn't cook. That's the problem. Yes, right.
2: Because they're built up to where the restaurants themselves don't flood.
1: But you know that didn't happen this time. The landing didn't flood. The uh, Taney Cohen didn't really flood Brant- Branton and Hollister, and like, like Like the uh, some of the trailer parks used to flood. You know, like like oh, you right. We had yeah. to move some. They're people controlling up. it really well. Right. I mean, so I, you know, I didn't think about this being, you know, a historic flood for because it wasn't in Branson, but you go down to Forsyth. And I, uh, did you see those pictures Addie Gaines posted? I did. I didn't realize that Bull Shoals was at the same level. As the 2008 flood. Oh, yeah. They showed the signs of where the water levels were in 2018, 2015. And it was right there at the 2008 level. And that kind of
0: surprised me. Well, and what people need to understand, if you're not from this area, is Bull Shoals is actually designed to
2: be— It was to meant be to hold a, water. It was
0: meant to hold. It, it's designed to do that. And we have Shadow Rock Park. I mean, uh, there's a bridge, a whole bridge that you go on 76— uh, let's say east of
2: Aria lived. didn't you grow up in Forsyth oh yeah, yeah, you up did uh-huh. she's from that area oh
0: so. So, so you've been down to the Powersite Spillway then yes definitely oh see I didn't know see I'm
2: learning her mom is a teacher in Branson so she has always really? gone to Branson yes. schools
0: well we need to get her on the podcast so <laughs> let me
1: ask you this Aria since you're a little girl you're familiar with Forsyth yes do you remember it flooding back then as much as it does now in Shadow Rock Park
4: Um, I always remember that in the springtime definitely all of the park would be flooded and we wouldn't be able to go down there and during the summertime, it always clear up. But right. ever since and I was little, I remember it being... Yeah, it was always so gross. But I always remember it being very flooded and mm-hmm. wet down there.
1: Interesting. See, that's... that. that you know, people don't want to listen when they mention that in the news that, that Bull Shoals was actually built to hold water. Yeah. It's the last dam on the White River. There are some other lakes down there, but they're on side rivers that... Eventually run into White River, but that's the actual last dam on the White River before it hits
0: the Mississippi. Well, everybody always asks me. I mean, they say, "Well, what is this? What is?" And I always ask Corey because Corey is a big. You're a big hydro guy, so I I mean, you got it. So, so correct me if I'm wrong. Basically, you start at Beaver down in Arkansas, right? Well, you start
1: with the White River. With the White River. White River is basically starts. Okay. Benton County, Arkansas. I think it's Benton County. All right. And it's basically a little ditch, a little creek, and then it gets bigger Aww. and bigger and bigger every a few big miles. Yeah, okay, <laughs> and then turns into what oh, they call White the White River. River. Uh huh. And then you know they got uh, just outside of Eureka Springs, they have Beaver Dam now, and you know, so that White River basically becomes now they're backing it up, making Beaver a, Lake. A Beaver
0: Lake. Okay, that makes sense. And
1: then right on the other side of Beaver Lake, you have. Uh, table rock lake it starts right there near Eka springs
0: mm-hmm.
1: table rock's mm-hmm. unique because it starts in arkansas goes up into missouri and it goes back down that's into arkansas. the
0: weird thing about table rock it's like it i mean it's it's not flowing north or is it flowing north it's, it goes north and then it goes back down you know into missouri and then back down that's yeah. just crazy and then table rock uh, or Taney como is just like you know look like a big old worm there's a,
1: right below Beaver Dam, there's a town, a town of Beaver. Now, Beaver wasn't named. Arkansas? Yes. Beaver wasn't named for the the animal. He, it, was, it was named for an, individ, an individual. Okay. Seems like, like in maybe a senator table. or something. His last name was Beaver. Okay. Anyway, there's a town of Beaver, Arkansas, and uh, there's two very beautiful bridges there. One's a railroad bridge, and one's a one-lane suspension bridge that swings as you drive over it, and that there have been a couple of movies uh, filmed right there. One was a Civil War movie called "The Blue and the Gray." It was a miniseries, and it's it's a very beautiful place, and it's not too far from uh, Beaver Dam. But but you actually drive over Table Rock Lake. It's actually Table Rock Lake, but it looks like a little tiny river. It's really cool.
2: Interesting. Yeah. Wow. History with Corey. Yes. Yeah. He's a history buff if anybody hadn't noticed.
0: Well, you know, we need that because I am definitely not a history buff.
2: He has read up on a lot of stuff. He has a lot of knowledge that you don't realize he has.
0: Yeah, and he passed it on to Grayson, so No, I skipped mm, him no. I to <laughs> I also enjoy history. To... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I never was a history person. I was like me yeah. I'm like not huge before. on
2: learning it, but if I can be there. It's yeah. cool. Like, if I can, you know, like, hear the story of here's what happened. Here. Well, if you've
1: never been to the Beaver Bridge, you need to see it. Go Google it because it's just, it's a Be- new beaver bridge. bridge. Yeah. It's a one lane suspension bridge. It's called the Golden Gate of the Ozark.
2: Which would terrify me. Oh, it is. I you, we've been on I it tons been on of times, it and I hate it every time.
0: It's beautiful. <laughs> you, so, Sherry, you're not
2: a bridge person. I'm not a bridge person. I am that person that every time we are about to get to a bridge, i start planning how i would get all of the kids unbuckled <laughs> and out of the car if we were to go into the water and you are know, you a bridge person which is fine when you have two kids I mean, sort of. you <laughs> know like you take I a kid bridges. i'll take a kid we'll get out but you know when you got five kids i'm like going okay you're gonna have to get that one out well I,
0: I gotta that. tell you i mean bridges i mean i don't freak when when i, I go over a bridge but it's like Okay, I mean, if it's a suspension type of, you know, with the big, right. what do you call them? Or, I mean, they they've redone that bridge in, in Forsyth, which I love. And have you have you been there in the past couple of months? Yeah, it's like the water's like that far from the bridge. That's mm. freaky.
2: Oh yeah. Well, in any time when we've had massive floods, and you go, oh, whatever's what is the, what's the bridge over there on uh, old like '86 or
1: oh the Long Creek Bridge?
0: Oh, the old '86 bridge. Like yeah.
2: I've seen the water like. Touching it. It was like pretty close. This is now. Oh my gosh! Because then you know guy. that it's like actually up. Well, the Beaver
0: Bridge—the surface
1: you drive over—is totally wooden, and, and it, it actually will swing when you drive over. I'm going to show Rando a picture of it. It's really cool.
0: That goes right over the table. Yeah, rock it plate. looks really cool. I don't think I want to drive over it. It's so, <laughs> since,
2: <laughs> it's just we're, since we're talking flooding, can I throw my nurse mom? Sure. Safety, quest- safety out yes. there. Yes.
0: Well, we need safety rules. Yes. Yeah. So, so yes. Please Stop expand. Stop
2: playing in the floodwaters. Yes. Floodwaters are very, very. Even if
0: I support you on that. Yeah. I,
2: I've seen so many people posting videos playing in the water, and they're having fun, and I get it. It looks like fun, but oh my goodness, so many things. And and I grew up in a town that flooded, and my house flooded, and we had to go get a tetanus shot every year, and you know we we wore waders up to our thighs to be able to walk in the water and still had to get a tetanus shot because it
1: can have raw sewage it can have anything oh there's gosh no you can have anything there's no telling what's in it and yeah i, I do highly recommend a tetanus shot if you're playing in the water don't let water. your kids play in the water well
2: and people are thinking well i'm right here it's the lake it's what you know i would normally swim in this no because it's out of its banks and you have no idea what it's picked up along the way out of its banks there's all kinds of sewage and stuff and plus you can't see underneath it like i've seen some people playing in the like parking lots in the parks that are flooded you don't uh-huh. know what's down there you don't know where there's metal piping or signs or a manhole that's no longer covered exactly it's the same thing with katrina it's when huge, they had katrina dangerous. yeah i mean
0: these people are going back in their houses when we katrina flooded whatever and there's snakes and there's critters and oh, all yeah. sorts of stuff and then uh, amoebas i love that word Amoeba. And I mean,
2: I just think all the raw sewage and trash and things that can, I won't even go into detail, but oh. my main <laughs> fear is that, you know, like there's like in the parks, there's railings and stuff that are underwater. So you can't see where all that is. You can get hurt or True. the manholes. The manholes do get uncovered. And I have a story. And a kid in there. Oh,
0: Corey has a story.
1: Well, my grandparents who are celebrating tomorrow and their anniversary, yes. they used to have a lake house on Grand Lake. And my senior year in high school, where there was a pretty historic flood. And water ran all around their house, but didn't go in it. But we went there, and I waded through the water and was shocked because there was a, a live electric line underground.
0: Whoa. So I
1: was actually shocked, and and I could still feel the pain from the shock an hour later. It's wonder that I'm still You don't I'm mean mentally alive. shocked.
2: You mean yeah. physically
1: shocked. I mean, I was shocked by electricity. Shocked. <laughs> Whoa. And that's something you have to think about that some people don't think about. You
2: just don't know what's under there. Well, and especially... When the especially, out of its banks, you do not exactly.
0: know. Exactly. And it's the whole, like, you know, uh, electric poles. I mean, you get that soggy water, those poles are just gonna go... I mean, on. I've Ugh. seen
2: people just, you know, putting swimsuits on their kids and wading in it and swimming in it. And I've seen two people... Getting rafts and floating, and you'll down never do that for, with racing again.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I want to float down there. I
2: just you know, that was something I was raised around, and I grew up, and I knew not to. Well, yeah, even when the water would recede completely, once it was completely out of our yard, I remember one year we had uh, the huge snapping turtles, the water turtles, just in our yeah. driveway, and my water moccasins, all kinds of critters just laying in our driveway, and I was terrified to go outside.
0: Well, I mean, I here I get lots of worms. I mean, if a big rainer comes in, mm-hmm. it, 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 I mean, there's like 25 worms. And it's like, crap, I, have, I haven't I have been fishing in ages. And I could use those so worms. So there
2: are a lot of people that take advantage of the high waters, and they put their waders yeah. on, and they go stand on the banks and fish. That's great. That's awesome. Do well, you put your waders yeah, because yeah, you you're not your waders getting on a, yeah. And you stand there safely, you know. But there are still currents Do out fish? there that can grab you. And
3: Do you care? I've been fishing like... Twice with my grandparents. It's not really a hobby I do, though.
0: Oh, really? Do you fish? you do any water water recreation stuff?
4: I used to fish with my dad, but we haven't been
2: fishing in like five years. Oh, really? We used to take mm-hmm. the kids to Kids' Day down at Roaring River.
3: That's where I caught my first fish.
2: Yep. Grayson got his first fish at Kids' Day. Like, literally stuck his pole in the water and instantly had a fish.
0: I want to go there, where it's like no effort.
2: They, like, fill the... <laughs> they fill the streams and everything well I mean, they it's like when they, when they day. let
0: the like the the trout farm because they trout farm down there it is right there at out.
2: the trout farm and they fill Perfect. the waters for kids day and there's an alarm sounds every pole hits the water and instantly <laughs> 20 kids have a fish
0: well i'll i'll have to i've told this story before on my uh, on the podcast so i have to tell grace and anaria after uh, during the weather school <laughs> whatever uh, remind me Taney como canoe trip got it It's worth it. Uh, Well, let's talk about uh, all the rain. I mean, we've had the rain, everything is opening, but uh, a big old front came through from Canada and has pushed all of the rain out. And we're in this dry Northwest period right now. Uh, Absolutely awesome weather for the end of May. We've had temperatures in the 70s, lows. In the low fifties, we've been getting down into the low fifties, which I think is a little below
2: normal. It's too cold it's to swim. Been beautiful out there though. Yeah, sunny skies. Sports. I mean,
0: I'm I'm trying to go out as much as I can to play disc golf and get that vitamin D
2: and stuff. Well, right. We took the kids right, you know, before this, we took the kids down to the dam to do some senior pictures. Good. And at one point, Grayson just stopped and he was like, "It is beautiful out here." Like, yeah. This well, weather is perfect. Yeah,
0: I, I step out on my porch. Uh, when I step out on my porch and, and open the door, I the sun, if it's like over there, I it's shading the sun. But I can always tell if high pressure is in control because everything is crystal clear. I can see all the way up, you know, just pristine all the way up to the end of the block. It, it's amazing. And that's kind of what's happening right now. Um, we are going to go – I mean, okay, now that high pressure that's in control – is sliding off kind of to the east now. So what what that's going to do? So here's a weather school for Aria and Grayson. In high pressure in the northern hemisphere, which way do the winds travel? Clockwise or counterclockwise?
3: I didn't know there was a set direction. <laughs> okay, Aria, do you have...
5: <laughs> Take I mean a I, have a yeah,
4: yeah, I'm like, yeah. I have 50/50 shots. Like 50
0: Well, in in the Northern Hemisphere, the Coriolis effect causes low pressure to spin counterclockwise. High pressure. That's okay. (laughs) They don't cover that in school. They will in college, I'll tell you that. (laughs) But yeah, and so in high pressure, uh, the winds will travel clockwise. So what's happening is if we're here and the the high pressure is scooting off to the east, the, the clockwise motion around it will start drawing up warmer temperatures and that's exactly what's going to happen this week uh we've had a couple of nice days now tomorrow Corey, what is it tomorrow the high is going to be 82 somewhere in the 80s yeah not and then bad. and then that's monday and then tuesday it's going to be in the 80s uh there was some model predictions about the end of the week approaching 90 and i don't think i'm not buying that right now uh yeah it's i mean mid 80s up mid to upper 80s uh, i'm i'm not ready to say 90 degrees Personally, I'm just not. I'm just not there yet. We'll see. Give us a few. Days. It's June, but also what's happening is uh, the the latest model data, and I checked today because I thought we were going to be like totally rain free and totally sunny and everything to the end of the week and blah blah blah. But now the models are wanting to bring in a couple of weak disturbances. One Wednesday afternoon. So, um, do I dare say poppers? I mean, it's kind of going to act that way.
1: Well, we're in. It's. Summer almost. It's yeah. Meteorological
0: summer. Uh, Meteorological. Yes, definitely. We've had
1: poppers in June before.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, we'll we'll say that. I mean, poppers are definitely uh, when we say that or convective uh, afternoon convective thunderstorms are are, are kind of a specific thing. There's daytime heating, the diurnal heating uh, of the day, plus moisture. Will cause these afternoon isolated showers and thunderstorms. And that's kind of kind of what's going to happen with this disturbance. We'll have some stuff Wednesday afternoon, maybe the first part of Wednesday night, and again on Thursday. But then it kind of looks like we're going to be fine again back Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, I'm liking this weather. I need to teach y'all how to play disc golf. Uh-huh. Let's do it. Let's do it. I've done it in
3: gym class, and I didn't really enjoy it, but I'm not that great at sports. Well, you didn't do it right.
2: Outdoors. (laughs) You didn't enjoy it. You didn't do it right.
0: (laughs) Okay, Ari and I will go
3: and play disc golf.
0: Sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. (laughs) Yeah, you guys go ahead. I'll play my computer. (laughs) You you play video games. There you go. Um, Well, you know, something else happened. We're going to have to bring this segment back. It's not quite June 1st yet, but this happens on June 1st. And uh, most people are going to be listening to this podcast tomorrow. So we, I'm officially bringing this segment back tonight on May 31st. It is the Tropical Update. So uh, June 1st, hurricane season in the Atlantic starts tomorrow also. So we've got your parent- grandparents' anniversary. We've got meteorological summer. And we've got hurricane season all starting on the same day. And very the pool cool. opens tomorrow. And the pool <laughs> opens tomorrow.
2: It's <laughs> a very important day in our world.
0: Yes. Yes. So I know there's going to be videos and Facebook lives all over the place on that. We
2: can get near the water.
0: Yeah. So uh, I'm going to toss this to Corey. You are? I think we've already started.
1: Well, we started. <laughs> we kind of covered that. We got started a little bit early this year uh, in you know both oceans. You know, we've had Uh in the Atlantic, what was the A? We had an A early that didn't really amount to much, but she it was
0: Arthur, I think. Arthur, yes. I think Arthur, yeah. I think it was. (laughs) And then
1: uh, we had a B. Who was the B that just showed up
0: out of nowhere? That one just happened. I'll have to look at that.
1: Knocked at the door and said, I'm coming in to South Carolina. Uh, It was uh, designated a tropical storm. Two hours before landfall.
0: See, and that it just popped. Yeah. That scares me because if that's going to happen with this, it could be a very, very active hurricane season going on. I think
1: it may be. That's kind of what I've been reading is, you know, well, all the... Bertha? Bertha, yes. All the uh, forecasts from from across the board are pointing to an active hurricane season.
0: Yeah, and you said, I mean, you you had a couple of things from the... uh, what is it? Pennsylvania and yeah. Colorado and stuff like that. We're all saying this is going to be really active this year, and we've already. I mean, the official season doesn't start tomorrow. We've we're already to see.
1: Yeah, but we. <laughs> yeah, and we've been watching ocean temperatures for quite a while now. Yes, especially in the Gulf of Mexico. I think there's going to be something big happening in, in the Gulf of Mexico this year.
0: I I totally agree with you, and uh, but right this minute, there's nothing going on in the Atlantic, but. There was Tropical Depression Amanda over East Guatemala, but that's towards the Pacific. So we have to talk, that's what they're late. Labeling in the Pacific Ocean at
1: that yeah. point, you know, it could cross over real fast. You know, yeah. it's not that much land to cross over from the Pacific to Atlantic where that thing where that well, depression is, uh, could change.
0: But here's the weird thing, because when I went to the Atlantic side, uh, uh, this is National Hurricane Center (NHC). You you all can go to that and look. When it, National Hurricane Center on the Atlantic side, it said it was the one o'clock update, and it said there's could be a forty to fifty percent chance that this thing could develop. But when you go to the Pacific side, it said. Uh, remnants of Amanda yeah but that was the four o'clock update so they had updated after that so we don't know all this all this means is this is an indicator that stuff is really starting to bubble up now in the in the tropics but if
1: Amanda crosses over the little piece of land in Central America
0: Guatemala it yeah. wouldn't
1: be Amanda anymore? If it was renamed, I'm guessing it would. We'd be up to sea in the Pacific Ocean.
0: But, but see, I don't know because in the Pacific, that's where they sit, Amanda. It was A weird. Pacific Ocean,
1: yeah, Pacific Ocean was Amanda. But if it crosses over, oh, if
0: it goes the other way, gotcha, right, gotcha. Oh yeah, it would be named something else
1: because the the, the it's just as close. I'm looking at the little X on the National Hurricane Center. Where okay, the you're looking at it now. It's pretty close to both of them. I mean, both oceans. So it could be going. Yeah, because I don't know which way it's going. That's weird. We well, started in the Pacific, right? I don't Amanda know.
0: did. It, Amanda right did, okay. down here, because I I just Oops. looked at it when it's like popped up. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, look at there. Because we're not supposed to have hurricane yet, Jeff- no, <laughs> or, or tropical systems, but yeah, that's going. So that's something we're definitely going to watch. So uh, stay tuned for that. We're gonna keep. Uh, doing the tropical update. I need to make a music drop for that. I'm going to start doing a music. I'll, I'll get you two involved. We'll, we'll just be creative and do fun. All right, so now it's time for the next segment.
2: Hey, it's
0: the Storm Door Weather Pollen Report. uh Shara loves that. look
2: forward to that sneeze. <laughs> yeah, for
0: the sneeze? I have the sneeze by itself. Let's see. Hey, there. <laughs> I like that too. Uh, the The Pollen Report, uh, I get from pollen.com. I've personally been sneezing. Are you all have
4: sneezes? Oh, yeah. My allergies have been awful. I've been
3: better in recent years. It used to be really bad for me, but now I've been doing fine.
2: I just discussed that. Remember a couple weeks ago, I said me and my kids, we all had horrible allergies. And since we've lived here over the last few years, I've just not noticed them. It's
0: it's I mean, do you do you take anything? Maybe you have to have to take antihistamine and stuff, but
2: take Claritin.
0: <laughs> I do Claritin too. Do you take it? You're you're fine though. I used to a lot. Yeah, and then this one over here, Corey is not allergic to anything, and then Shara, <laughs> oh, really? poor thing, is like allergic to everything.
2: And I get headaches when I know the allergies are high. She's not as bad as
0: she used to like be. My though.
2: nose that's doesn't bother mold. me as much. It's I get headaches. That's, that's when that's I know the allergies are. Well, high.
0: Here, here's the thing. When I I mean I'm much older than them so <laughs> i'm from springfield a lot yeah i was a lot i'm really old well when i was really young when i was your age i was highly allergic to ragweed and i and and i was brought up and we had two or three cats always fine had a couple dog cats you know living in the country everything fine ragweed as soon as labor day come around because that's when the temperature started getting a little colder ragweed kicked in i was miserable Fine in the spring, whatever. So that happened, and then I moved to St. Louis for nine years. When I came back to visit, I suddenly was highly allergic to cats now, which was weird because I would go home and the cat would be, you know, I'd sit down and my parents and the cat would come up or whatever. I would just break out sneezing. I mean, my skin would – so I had to be away from it. It was crazy. (laughs)
2: <laughs> now Grayson struggles every time we go back to now, Miami.
0: See, now you're getting that too. Then when
2: we go back to Miami, he takes Claritin every night.
0: Got got to. But here's the thing: now that I've gotten older, I don't have any ragweed allergies. But in the spring, I've got allergies, and I hate that. I hate it. I don't. What what's a purpose for allergies? You're a nurse. Tell me.
2: There are no purposes. <laughs> just, your body does not agree with your whatever body. Just that is. D-
0: does not agree. <laughs>
2: Your body well, does not like whatever that is in the air, and well, that's how it that, that's keeps shit actually is The allergies are actually working to help you. By well, making you sneeze and you water, it's draining all the crud that your body doesn't want out of your system.
0: But is it that – I mean, is that true? Like every seven or so years and you kind of go through a little shift? I've he- always heard that. Probably,
2: because those cells are constantly reproducing, and so – They're going to change So now I'm going to
0: be allergic to juniper. Oh, my gosh, juniper. When juniper starts pollinating. See, I was
2: raised on a cattle farm, and my allergies were bad my whole life because summers we were out in the hay field, and I would be swollen and couldn't breathe by the end of the day. But, I mean, you just didn't think about stuff. That was your life. Yeah. And it is what it is. You've got to get the hay in. Yeah. We didn't wear a mask or anything. We just went out there. And yeah, by the end of the day, I'd be miserable and sick and broke out in hives from head to toe. But
0: your body's like, don't do this. (laughs) Whatever.
2: You know, parents said, suck it up.
0: That's true. Well, I mean, it's not extremely high this week. I mean, the pollen projection Monday uh, is supposed to be medium high, which isn't that. Huge, And Tuesday through Thursday is only in the medium category, which I, I don't understand, but it's going to get warmer. So I don't know if the, the warmer temperatures are going to cause the trees to go to sleep. I don't know. But the predominant pollens this week are mulberry, grasses, and walnut. So if I go play disc golf, I'm going to go and take my Claritin or whatever, my Flonase. I don't know, whatever works for people, but uh, got to do that. Well, I think it's about time for the Weather School, and as per season, the Weather School this week is about meteorological summer, how it got that, and all sorts of history of how it developed. So let's get to the Weather School. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, story. We are officially in meteorological summer now, but how does that differ with astronomical summer? Meteorologists and climatologists break down the seasons into groupings of three months based on the annual temperature cycle as well as our calendar. We generally think of winter as the coldest time of the year and summer as the warmest time of the year with spring and fall being the transition seasons and that is what the meteorological seasons are based on. Meteorological spring includes March, April, and May, Meteorological summer includes June, July, and August. Meteorological fall includes September, October, and November. And finally, meteorological winter includes December, January, and February. By following the civil calendar and having less variation in season length and season start, it becomes much easier to calculate seasonal statistics from the monthly statistics, Both are which very useful for agriculture, commerce, and a variety of other purposes. The equinoxes mark the time when the sun passes directly above the equator. In the northern hemisphere, the summer solstice falls on or around June 21st, and the winter solstice on or around December 22nd. The vernal or spring equinox on or around March 21st, and the autumnal equinox on or around September 22nd. These seasons are reversed, but begin on the same dates in the southern hemisphere. The Earth actually travels around the Sun in 365.24 days, so an extra day is needed every fourth year, creating what we know as leap year. This also causes the exact date of the solstices and the equinoxes to vary. Astronomical timing as the basis for designating the temperate seasons dates back at least to the Julian calendar used by the ancient Romans. It continues to be used on many modern Gregorian calendars worldwide, although some countries like Australia, New Zealand, and Russia prefer to use meteorological reckoning. The precise timing of the seasons is determined by the exact times of transit of the Sun over the tropics of Cancer and Capricorn for the solstices and the times of the Sun's transit over the equator for the equinoxes, or a transitional date close to these times. These astronomical seasons are not of equal length because of the elliptical nature of the orbit of the Earth. From the March equinox, it currently takes 92.75 days until the June solstice, then 93.65 days until the September equinox, 89.85 days until the December solstice, and finally 88.99 days until the March equinox. There are also six ecological seasons. First, there's the prevernal, early or pre spring and that's from February to March. Deciduous tree buds begin to swell. Some types of migrating birds fly from winter to summer habitats. There's vernal, which is spring, and that's from March to late April. Tree buds burst into leaves. Birds establish territories and begin mating and nesting. There's the estival, which is the high summer, and that begins in June in the most temperate climates. Trees are in full-leaf, birds hatch and raise offspring. There's the serotonal or late, summer, and that generally begins mid to late August. Deciduous leaves begin to change color in higher latitude locations, above 45 degrees north. Young birds reach maturity and join other adult birds preparing for autumn migration. The transitional harvest season begins by early September. There's the autumnal, and that generally begins from mid to late September. Tree leaves in full color then turn brown and start falling to the ground. Birds start migrating back to their wintering areas. And finally, there's hibernal, which is winter. It begins in December in mild temperate and November in the cool temperate. Deciduous trees are bare and fallen leaves begin to decay. Migrating birds are settled into their winter habitats. A little fun fact. In the winter, anywhere from January 2nd through January 5th, the earth is actually closest to the sun, or what we call periapsis. And on the flip side, in summer, anywhere from July 4th through July 7th, the earth is farthest away from the sun, or apoapsis. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com, and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you know everything about solstice and equinox and summer and meteorological and astronomical and... Yeah, I remember. You remember the one podcast year I said astronomical. Like, I'm like
2: that, that is not a astronomical. word. Astronomical. <laughs> no, I knew it was a word, but I'm like You're using
0: that wrong. <laughs> that's not right.
2: <laughs> like, that means no, we, something's No, we, we,
0: we, we were thinking
1: astrological and astronomical.
2: astronomical but yeah. I was like astronomical. That's yeah, she was like astronomical. Like, yeah, like astronomical.
0: That's and you laugh and it's like no, that's funny. Well, actually, you threw me because it's like you is that what it is? I look, you know, my papers. Like is that what it was? <laughs> Okay, so I think it's time to get to the Good next time. segment, which is in other news. So, Corey, do you got something? Well,
1: I got a couple, not not really big things that are affecting the world or the world of weather, but Okay. You know, we before we came here tonight, we were we went back out to the dam to observe the uh water oh, yeah. flowing mm-hmm. through the gates and we took some pictures and we observed something that I've never seen before.
2: Mm-hmm. None of us had ever seen. None of us have ever seen
1: before. It was, it was the strangest phenomenon. At first, I
2: thought I was losing my mind. It,
1: <laughs> I've never seen it before.
0: Okay, so what was that?
1: Well, how do we explain it, Shara?
2: I said, Look, there's a tornado <laughs> of bugs. A tornado. And he's like, of Honey, bugs. I think you need some sleep. <laughs> I'm like, No, right there. And we tornado since
0: called it bugs? a bug NATO. <gasps> A bug you know, We can't
2: get it on camera, though. They're so tiny. They're like little gnats. I think they are gnats.
1: I don't know for sure, but that's They look like gnats, gnats so. but they're
2: buzzing in a tornado formation, and they just stay there in you this know, spinning with tornado. The dam- yeah. with
1: the water rushing out of the dam, it creates a... Uh, uh, Air. Eddy. Like you an know? eddy yeah, type yeah, of thing. Basically. Yeah,
5: basically.
1: Yeah. And I don't know if these bugs are caught in that or And what?
2: they can't get out. But no, every once in a while, the wind would blow, and they would disperse, and then they would join back into it. They made wow. several of them. There'd be one here, one here. I think that's wild. You know,
1: I, I I heard like a, a Mustang going over the dam, and he, and he, revved his engine real loud, and that also made them disperse. I think they got scared of the sound. Like they have you were, ever heard? Of like that? they
2: were comfortable in their little tornado, and that's, that's where weird. they wanted to be. Now
1: I did. I was able to film the phenomenon, and I'm going to edit a piece together. See, see if it comes like I tried okay. on,
2: like on an iPhone. I tried and I couldn't, I couldn't video him I couldn't picture them. Wow. Yeah, I couldn't wow. see oh, them. Did you
3: guys wouldn't... see it? Yeah, you oh, would... really? I think I was the first one to see it.
1: You wouldn't be able to see it on an iPhone. Now, I, I'm i gonna show Rando what I'm talking about right now. I'm gonna post it on the site later.
0: Okay, now it goes
1: all the way, okay, you now basically to the water, way up to the top.
2: It's long, very tall.
0: This is crazy.
2: And they were forming everywhere. There'd be like yeah. several in a row, little bug oh, tornadoes. Oh, that's
0: wild.
2: I've never it's seen It's just like them. a little Do- column. Yes, they're just a little tornado. And they just are literally spinning like a little tornado. And
3: Grayson saw it first.
2: Well,
5: did you see
3: it? I right? saw it first.
2: From- yeah, I did.
4: Wow.
3: Oh, wait. Well, I thought it was something kind of like... Illusion we couldn't with the light. Or the yeah, sun we couldn't or tell if
2: it was water or dust. It's, it's if a little it was orange pillar. What it
4: it
3: kind of looked like pollen at first. It looked like a roped out tornado
0: of bugs. No, that's definitely, yeah, definitely post that later or tomorrow because people seen will seen that. But they were to.
2: everywhere. Once you saw one, you started seeing weird. them. There would be three or four in a row.
0: Oh, was... that's so weird.
2: They ended up like swarming right above our heads. Yeah, and we, we were eating up, gnats. And there was like. Oh!
0: Oh, that's gross. At one
2: point, we looked up and, like, there was one on top of our heads. It's weird. I've never seen that.
0: I thought it was cool. That's probably why everybody else was, like, down on the other side and you guys were up there eating bugs. Eating bugs. Were were you on the the upper side? We
2: started on the upper side and then we went down to the hatchery and we did a little of both. I I, I like
0: that hatchery.
2: It's fun. And I hate that it's not open right now because I want to be able to take the kids there and feed the fish.
0: That is so weird, yeah. So Corey's showing me this. On so his, I'm
2: glad that he was able that to get is it because wild. I would have been so upset if I no couldn't I show can people. Definitely
0: see that. That's easily seen because
2: at first he didn't like. I was like, "Look, a there's bug-nado. a little bug tornado," and he was like, "Honey, are you all right there?" I'm a, like, bug, no, a bug tornado. Right there.
0: <laughs> oh, we're taking pictures. Yeah, so Corey's. I'm going to have Corey take a whole bunch of pictures. Uh, Because of the new podcast table. And I got to send one to Jason because I promised him I would send one. Because Jason, Jason Hughes, my employer, uh, one one of the Hughes brothers, uh, actually built this table. So I'm really excited. Exactly like I wanted, And I told him I would promise him a picture that night.
2: See, and you were able to get all this done because of the quarantine. Because of the
0: quarantine, yeah. I got the big wall down. I mean, that's a huge wall. Don't you think
2: that's big? It's actually, like, the largest green wall in Fifteen the by like, no seven. <laughs> TV stations don't even have them that if big. If
1: you added just a little more paint, then you would be covering the entire room. You just have a green room.
3: A well, green room.
5: A green room.
0: Well, I told Marilyn, it's like, I, you know, as soon as we make lots of money, I'm going to paint the whole house green. There you go. Then we could just kind of green screen the whole thing. Honestly, <laughs> that would have
3: been my dream as a kid, because I remember when I was probably around 11 um, we went and got just a big blanket and we spray painted it green in the garage and then we used it for videos and stuff. I always wanted like a real green screen to use. Him
2: and Grant made their own little videos. So you made your own green they screen? They painted a green blanket. Oh, that's cool. It was, like it was like a tarp. It was like a big tarp that Corey found and they spray painted it green and they hung it, it from the hung bed. Hung it in their room. That's awesome. And they made their own videos. <laughs> we have a picture of, wow. of them standing in front of the Eiffel Tower.
0: <laughs> so you could do it with like any,
2: any green. Mean, anything
0: basic green. I mean, I got the, Corey told me the special green that I got this, so. It was about that thick color. Yeah. And the microphone, I have little windscreens on it. The green, I, I accidentally give Corey's microphone to, to Marilyn when she was using the green screen. So you couldn't see
2: her microphone.
0: And you didn't see the microphone. You could see something. Talking but then Yeah, it's it's a green colored windscreen. So someday we'll all
2: come over here and we'll dress head to toe green and we'll be floating heads.
3: Yes, you can do that.
2: See, it's just a barrel of monkeys fun. and
3: fun. I think own. we did that a few times with the the tarp in the room. Mm-hmm. Did you really? We did everything. Like we just experimented with it, played with it. It was fun. Oh.
0: Well, I mean Marilyn's having a blast. She's got this great stuff on the background or whatever, but Yeah, and she's she, there's another big class she's doing tomorrow, so I I love it. So, you got something else over I, there? I sure do. Wow. You're just full of it
5: tonight. It's, full, well... of <laughs> it's full of fun. It's something. it's it's
1: something pretty cool for us here okay. at, the, you know, right. at Storm dire Weather. Right. Now, we are now uh, uploading our weather data to the CWOP, yes. which is the Citizens Weather Ob- Observer uh, Program. Or CWOP. CWOP.
5: Yep.
1: And uh, from there, it can go all over the place to all kinds of different websites, but it also gets picked up by the the MADIS, which is the meteorological... Uh, assimilation data ingest data ingest system and from there it gets dispersed to the national weather service they can use our weather data from our website or from our uh,
0: station our weather
1: station in order to create forecasts Mm -hmm. or our weather models and you can actually go to the national weather uh, the uh, site you know, ran by the National Weather Service and, and find our data. It's going to be public and everything, which is cool. It's also used uh, through the the MADIS, which is the, the Meteorological Assimilation Data Ingest System. Uh, it's the rapid refresh models. The, the RAP uses yeah. that data uh to, to produce short-term forecasts, 3 to 12 hours in advance. So they're
0: going to use our data for the rap For the rapid refresh, Oh, yes. that's
1: cool. I think that is
0: cool. Oh, my gosh, that's cool.
1: And our other uh, members of the StormDAR Weather Network, uh, Brad here in town, has mm-hmm. a weather station. We have Tim over in Forsyth. We have Chris over in Groveland, Oklahoma. They are also signing up to do this as well. So we're going to be— That's
0: amazing. National
1: Weather Service is going to— use our data from mul- from our multiple uh, weather stations in order to create better weather forecasts and computer
0: models. That's awesome because I remember that that uh Mark uh I think his name's Mark Birchfield from meteorologist yeah. from National Weather Service. Right. They, I mean they they actually uh do uh message us. You know they email us every now and then like with the special things because we are a weather ready nation ambassador uh of excellence is that what it of is excellence. Uh, of excellence that's where we need grayson doing the asmr mm. yeah Of excellence. there we go okay we're talking about <laughs> asmr <laughs> but yeah i mean we're uh all, all our data is going there i mean they ask if this was that they sent us a link and say is this is, is this your weather station we're like yeah it is you know so we i mean you went through all the whole process Corey, of just yeah uploading that and uh, it took a while to actually get it into the network, but <laughs> once, once we did, so I, I'm waiting to hear uh, something back from Mark. I mean, this is this is just awesome. I mean, it's it's just to help everybody, and especially if it goes into the 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 wrap, the you know the rap model, then it's going to be, get fed into computer models. That's so cool.
1: Pretty cool. Yes, and It's all right above our heads on the roof, spinning around in the wind right now.
0: Uh, it is. You can't see if it because it's any dark. Wind. I saw it. It's kind of dark. This is outside. the
1: first time, you know, for for the podcast that I've actually been able to see it because, you know, usually before the quarantine, we come over <laughs> here and it's dark outside. I know. It's still daylight when we come over here this time. So, I don't I, I mounted that. It's still, still up there. It's pretty yeah, amazing. I, I, yeah.
0: It, you know, it's still up there. And I, I keep freaking out because I don't want, it, want to look at our, our ambientweather.net and say uh, – the batteries are down because, like, I'm not getting on there. That's when you come over and get right. the get the. Cause well, it I don't... is
1: solar powered, so it takes
0: right four that lasts years. A f- that's a few years. Four or so.
1: years or so before I need to go back up. Is there. it four years? Yeah, that's what they said. Batteries oh, wow. should be changed about every four years. Okay, and it'll alert us if well, that ever happens. As Long
0: as you know, you know what it is, because you know
1: sometimes we don't get sun for days on end. Like we, I mean. Isn't that here, something here recently. I
2: know. So the never ending rain we recently had. <gasps> yeah. yeah. I, I I know. But now we've
0: got sun. I want to get out there. I want to get some more disc golf. I want to get some fun. We finally need dry I mean everybody is so thrilled about the drying out period. My gosh. I'm glad. I'm it's about time. Wow. Those are two really interesting, cool tidbits. Yeah. So is that, is that, you got anything else? Uh, that's it for that's me. That's it? Well, then I think it's time for the next segment. It's the weather
4: word of the week.
0: It's the Stormdar weather, weather word of the week. And since Aria is our new uh, first timer to the podcast, we always toss the weather word of the week to the new, the newbie. So Arya, what is our Stormdar weather, weather word of the week?
4: Well, I'm not really sure how to say it, but I think it's Aisha yet or something.
0: No. I don't know. <laughs> Close. Wait, 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 wait. No. Uh, wait.
2: Mm. Okay.
0: No, no. <laughs> no that, I, I think it's called Isohyet.
4: Oh, well, I wasn't going to get that. I think it's
0: Isohyet. So, anyway, so what does is Isohyet mean?
4: It's a line of equal participation, precipitation. Wow, I'm dumb. mountain. <laughs> no,
0: you're not. No, you're not.
2: <laughs> Everything's fine. It's okay. <laughs>
0: I love it. So, Everybody yes, lines of
2: participation.
0: Well, well, you know what? I'm going to give you the applause. Anyway, she did a good job. You did. You did fine. Great. Yes. And ISO Hyatt. So basically, I mean, so all your teacher friends and stuff, and we're, I, we have another teacher friend. I hopefully will be here at some point. ISO basically means equal. So if you have an ISO bar, bar means barometric pressure. So ISO bar would mean lines of equal barometric pressure. And an isotherm, therm would be temperature. Temperature. Yes. Wait. <laughs> okay. I got to give you one of those. Temperature. So an isotherm would be lines of equal temperature. So what this is, is an isohyatt. I, I looked on, uh, was it YouTube? It's like, how do you pronounce this? And I think it's hyatt. Isohyatt, I think. But iso means equal and hyatt would be precipitation amounts. So there, everybody learned something. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. We're all so smart now. Yes, we are much smarter for that. So, Wow, well, we covered a lot on this podcast, don't you think? I feel like we did. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, wow. You got anything else, Shira, you want to add after the weather word? I think I'm good. you good? How about you, Corey? Um, you no. Know, i have done quite a bit. Around. We're just going to be watching the- Going to get warm and- yeah, 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 watching the lake levels. Uh, and if you uh, want to, the lake levels are going up and down. Uh, go to stormdarweather.com. That's our website. And you can uh, click lake levels. I think that's a tab, isn't it?
1: Yeah, there's a tab and there's a Is that what tab? There's a little news section I put on there with a graphic and it shows the dam, so you can click on that and get And that blogs.
0: Too. I mean, you're doing blogs and so, or You yeah. did a couple of blogs, however.
1: So, yeah, I mean,
0: it's easy to find. Well, good. Well, Grayson, Aria, thanks for joining the podcast.
4: Thanks for having I us. I o-
0: hope you had fun. Mm-hmm. I had so much fun. Well, that's because he ate half of the M&M's. See, Corey's not eating the M&M's. Everybody knows we have M&M's. We always talk about that on the podcast. So, Is there any yeah. M&M's left? Oh,
2: uh-huh. oh yeah. So-
3: There's plenty of M&M's. There's-
2: <laughs> we haven't had dinner yet. So. Oh,
0: that's what it is. Okay. <laughs> Well, anyway, thank you. I hope you can come back sometime. You're come back
3: sometime. Y'all are going to be back. So,
0: it's we kind
2: of kidnapped them this time. Oh, that's, so. no,
0: I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm we just, got done
3: with taking pictures and they're like, hey, we're going to go do a podcast. Like, what? <laughs>
0: what? What, what? What are we going to do? So, so you had away. no choice. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I had no choice. Well, I tell you, I, it is so nice to have actual people I can converse with now. Chop liver? No, well, no. no I mean, you guys opposed- are actual
3: people.
2: I'm an well, no. actual person. No, we've
0: been, been in the closet. For we've so been long. in the closet. That's what I mean. It's like I've been. We've been FaceTiming. So now we this have actual weird. people here In the podcast table and everything. So I think it's probably about time to wrap this thing up. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at StormDar Weather, like our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.